This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons. Listening to Underlands, a new single from Andrew Bird. His new album, Inside Problems, was announced today. Bird's career has spanned two decades, and he's always managed to stay current with an endlessly creative body of work. In 2020, his album, My Finest Work Yet, was nominated for a Grammy. He's even dabbled in acting, having a role in the hit show Fargo that was written specifically for him. Andrew Bird joins us now to discuss his career and new album. Thanks for being here, Andrew. Thanks for having me. So I want to start out our chat with your storied career. What would you say, of all the things you've done, is your proudest achievement? Hmm. Uh, I've always measured things by the live performance. So the venues that I've been able to play and the shows that I've been able to play with with other people. So I would say, yeah, like playing the Hollywood Bowl or Millennium Park we had a big show there years ago that was, you know, like 13,000 people. And that was nice. That was it really uh, a moment. Um, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's kind of how I, I've always think of things in terms of the, the performance still live show. So the, the new single, it features uh, some perfectly melodic whistling, which is classic Andrew Bird. What is it like being the best whistler alive? I got to ask. <laughs> Oh man, I don't know if I'm the best whistler whistler alive, but it's I don't know. Just I a, think I'd say you are. <laughs> uh, there's a lot of you know different techniques that uh, some of which I can't do. Like there's I can't whistle through my teeth or that sort of warbling effect that uh, some people can do. I I can't do my my style of whistling is like a sort of a power ballad aria kind of whistling, mm-hmm. full operatic whistling but uh what is it like i don't know it's 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 just kind of uh what i do incessantly all day long so it'd be i always say it would be strange to stop whistling it's a pretty cool talent stage yeah yeah well this new album inside problems talk about the name yeah it's something that uh that occurred to me years ago i thought it was amusing the um you know, I sort of joke that there's two kinds of problems in this world, inside problems and outside problems. And it's, of course, things are not that that simple. This kind of is a vague reference to, to something something kind of messed up and wrong going on inside inside you that no one else is privy to. I, I gather certain titles that I, I think uh, I keep a, note, a notebook full of po- possible titles um, and that one. That one that stood one, out. Uh, stuck with me, yeah. I want to play a clip from uh, a short film you released yesterday. I think this captures some of what you're talking about. Let's listen. I feel like I'm molting. It's not a pleasant feeling. I go through four or five days of just being, feeling like I have like a, uh, like a layer over me, suppressed and extremely tired. And when I emerge after a few days, I feel like a newborn foal, you know. So the video used for the release is quite interesting. That voiceover kind of feels experimental and um, introspective. So can you give us more of the inspiration behind this? Yeah, I just uh, decided to 
you know, just record myself um, riffing on what I think the album is talking about. I mean, it's it's a difficult one to articulate this album. Usually I have no problem talking about songs um, on the album, but this one, it's like, I kind of think that's what the songs are, are for. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and a lot of them were written, you know, lying in bed when I couldn't sleep in the last couple of years. Um, and I'm not the person that gets up and, you know, mops the floor when I can't sleep. I just lie there mm. and yeah. go deep into, well, I can just kind of pull up a song and kind of tinker with it in my head. And so it's, it's kind of, you know, the, those moments in the middle of the night when you're kind of spiraling and you're, there's no distractions and noise to keep the personal demons from kind of running, running rampant. And, and it's, I think this album is sort of an attempt to keep them in line or put yeah. them, organize them into song form. Makes sense. Um, yeah. You know, it looks like it's, it's largely um, behind the scenes footage of the music video for Atomized, which is another recent release of yours. So can you talk about that? Yeah, I had this idea of of doing a, a long form film for this album where I'm just sort of walking across a room, all black and white, and encountering various um, obstacles as I try to get from one end to the other in slow motion. And that sort of morphed into to this video for Atomized, which is, you know, the song is trying to taking a, a, a the idea that that Joan Didion threw out there in in the late '60s about the atomization of of society and and uh, and culture being kind of broken apart and and broken down into the most basic uh, molecules and and atoms. Well, this is atomized right now. Let's listen to a little bit more. Stop making your apologies. Stop blaming technology. Blaming technology. Oh, may you please, may you stop. Yeah, I was reading a lot of Joan Didion. I mean, you could probably look at the books on my nightstand from the last two or three years and, and get a sense of what what's going on in these songs. But um, that that quote stuck with me of, of, of looking at things in terms of the breaking culture down and society down into its smallest parts and, and unconnected to others and that helped, I think, express how I was feeling the last couple of years. This is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we are talking to Andrew Bird. Today he has released a new single, Underlands, and announced his new album, Inside Problems. Uh, all right, I want to talk about instruments, Andrew. You, you play so many, but you are probably, I think, best known as a violinist. And I hear that you have a special connection with one of your violins, the, the one that you bought when you were 16, was it? Yeah. I was getting very serious. I'd played since I was four years old, but in, in high school, it was just becoming, I, I was really dedicating myself to it and practicing hours and hours a day and searching for the, you know, the, an instrument at that time is, first of all, they were extremely expensive and you never know what you're getting with a instrument that's 200 years old. Mm-hmm. So I heard about a violin maker. He was a Polish immigrant who lived in Norwich named Zenon Pettish and I went to Norwich to his house and I had to he only made 40 instruments in his lifetime so I had to 
audition wow. to, for him for the right to purchase his violin. Wow, that's um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and I've I've had it uh, since I was sixteen, and I've never envied another instrument. I mean, I've I've played a Stradivarius before, and I I think okay, that's when you play a Stradivarius, you're like, oh, that's that sound. But it's a very specific thing. Whereas this instrument um, is very versatile, and I can pull all sorts of sounds out yeah. of it. You spent some time recording yourself playing out in nature, and this track is called Rising Water. It's from your album Echolocations Canyon. about where you recorded this particular track and what inspired you to record it there in the first place? Um, I got a tip from a musician friend that there was, we were talking about acoustics um, in outdoor environments and he said, he mentioned this, this canyon in Utah, in southern Utah called Coyote Gulch and uh, it's in the Bears Ears National Park in southern Utah. And we had to hike several hours. We got lost. Um, I'm carrying a violin and, and various things. And we had to re basically rappel down into this canyon. Uh, this is me and a filmmaker friend of mine, Tyler Manson. And it's the, the walls of the canyon kind of come together at the very top. So you just see a little patch of sky. So it's almost like a cathedral. Mm -hmm. um, and there's just an extraordinary reverberance and so the idea was to go and make this sort of sonic map of the environment. So when the listener hears it, they, with their eyes closed, can, can kind of map it in their mind based on how the sound is bouncing off the environment. And that's why it's called echolocations, like the way bats, you know, use echolocations. how the sound bounces off these canyons tells me what to play next yeah. or how little to play or to how much space to leave so you can hear the the reverberance and then yeah there there is this there's a track on the, on that album called the canyon wants to hear c sharp, c sharp which is uh, exactly <laughs> what it sounds like yeah. it's matter of fact yeah mm -hmm. um yeah that that's just a, been a fascinating thing for me to 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 come up with projects where you have to react to your environment. Well, that one, Rising Water, it definitely feels very cinematic. Mm -hmm. You've had a hand in scoring several films, Andrew. How'd you get into that? Well, uh, I, when I was in music school at Northwestern, that's what I thought I wanted to do because I was so kind of omnivorous uh, stylistically. I was into a different thing every two weeks and just to, you know, devouring different types of music that I found interesting. And I thought, what better way to use all that than to do film scores? But then I, I got on, sidetracked by this adventure of getting in a van and driving around and playing clubs 
all over the country and that became its own movie and a road movie in a way but now more recently i've gotten i've done a few more um film scores most notably like i did i did lynn shelton's last film or second to last film and I've I've done like a hand, maybe half a dozen films, uh, documentaries, and, and nice. features. Yeah, it's it's a different thing because you know you're not you're not fully autonomous, and you're part of a a big machine that generates this thing. So mm-hmm. it's it, depending on the project, I have varying levels of autonomy. Like I just did Judd Apatow film, and it's it's like a very massive. Hollywood machine, but uh, I've done a bunch of indie films where where you get a little more freedom. As yeah, well. well, your your career in 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 front of the lens or you know behind the lens it, it doesn't stop there. I want to talk about Thurman Smutney, which is a character you played in the FX hit Fargo, and the character yeah. or the creator rather Noah Hartley. Did he write this role for you? Is that right? I mean, he saw me play a show in Austin, Texas, where he's from, and he kind of cast me on the spot. I think he was looking for his funeral director. This is the fourth uh, installment of, of the Fargo series. And each each one of the Fargos has, has kind of a character that's sort of the moral compass or like the generally decent person surrounded by all these depraved, violent people. Yeah. <laughs> that's what he decided I should be in this version. So... I play a funeral director um, in uh, Kansas City in the 40s and 50s, and I'm just trying to keep my, my family safe and amongst gangsters. And yeah, it was my first time acting. And uh, What was that like, taking that leap? Well, I, it was, um, you know, it's still a mysterious art to me. I, I understand performing, and I've had people say, like, when I do certain certain songs of mine that, like, that it is kind of like acting in a way. Sometimes I have songs that are kind of like one act plays, you know, that uh, with dialogue where I'm playing both roles. So I understand what that feels like, but to do it on a set over and over again while they set up the different camera shots, that that's a different kind of performance where you're trying to sustain your presence all day long. That that was tricky. That was hard. Let's talk about this tour. We we talked about your album Inside Problems. You named the tour Outside Problems. Why? During the the pandemic, I did a lot of recording outside, making various videos or just making recordings, and for various reasons. Um, I, one because I like recording outside, I, based on the echolocations. And right. Sometimes it was just a necessity, and. Uh, I put together all these uh, performances that I recorded myself playing instrumentally outside, and I'm calling that Outside Problems. So that album will come out this summer on a tour-only vinyl set, and then will come out properly in the in the fall. So it's uh, me sort of just uh, improvising on a lot of the melodic themes. Because I always, I always find that making an album of these songs, the kind of brevity that you seek in in writing a good song leaves a lot of good ideas on the cutting room floor so i I always like to have a an escape valve project that lets me improvise and play more freely well you're going to play the new chicago venue the salt shed this summer in august and you will be among the first artists to actually play on that new stage so can you tell us anything about the show 
it's funny because I I remember driving down to visit my grandparents downtown when I was a kid and seeing, I mean, the Morton Salt Shed is such an iconic Chicago thing you'd see on the, on the freeway. Yeah. Along with like the Magicist sign, which is now gone. I don't remember <laughs> that one. But uh, the shows, that's going to be towards the end of a long summer tour with Iron and Wine. Uh, so Sam Beam and I will be playing our own sets and then he's gonna we're gonna play together as well as a duo and it's gonna be a really fun tour i'm really looking forward to it. it's first time i'll be on a rolling tour in about three years that's andrew bird today he dropped his latest single underlands talked with us about his new album inside problems and upcoming tour outside problems thank you so much for joining us andrew you're welcome. Thanks for having me. All right, let's go out on another track. This is from your Grammy-nominated album, My Finest Work Yet. It's called Sisyphus. Did he jump or did he fall as he gazed into the morning mist? Did he raise both fists and say to hell? Want more context on the top issues of the day? Find our podcast, WBEZ's Reset, wherever you listen. A clearer perspective on the issues that matter for you here in Chicago. Thanks. There's a house down there, but I lost it long ago.